Hello fun people, I'm Isaac Carlson and today I want to share with you how I became a Disney adult who makes YouTube videos for a living. Now, for me, I grew up being raised in Wisconsin on Disney. I mean, even before I had memories, my parents, my younger brother, and I were watching Disney movies and one of our first trips that I don't even remember was to Disneyland. My first ride was on the Jungle Cruise, there's pictures of my whole family on our first Disney vacation meeting Mickey Mouse, and I even got to meet Ariel. It was a big trip and my parents were the ones to thank for getting this whole crazy journey started. When I was little, I also adored Buzz Lightyear. The legendary story for me goes that the reason I was potty trained was specifically so that I could get Buzz Lightyear underwear. I was always dressed to the nines in Disney clothes as well, and I distinctly remember Mulan being the popular soundtrack that was in the background of childhood activities, especially at my grandparents' house. My grandma has a big affinity for Donny Osmond. And even the first movie I remember seeing in theaters was Lilo and Stitch when I was four. Looking back, the age of four was a massive year for me actually because that year my family also went to Disney World for the first time and there's footage of my brother and I finding out that we are going to be going. There's recordings of us on Main Street for the first time, flying on the magic carpets, soaring on Splash Mountain, cruising on the Tomorrowland Speedway, and relaxing in It's a Small World. Honestly, it's insane that I can even see these memories decades later. But in addition to the animated classics, I also loved Spider-Man, in particular the Sam Raimi movies, which was why when I turned four, I got a Spider-Man costume that was a staple for my costume bin for years. The following Christmas, after my first Walt Disney World vacation, I woke up to a Simba under the tree, Brother Bear figures, and the Game Boy Advance game, The Jungle Book. I was immersed into Disney from an early age. Sure, I was into Barbie, Barney and the Wiggles, along with Nickelodeon shows like Jimmy Neutron, Spongebob, and Danny Phantom, but Disney and the properties that they would inevitably purchase had the stories, characters, and universes that connected with me the most. And one of the most important sagas I grew up with was Star Wars. When we were camping, the popular movie for us to watch in the camper was The Phantom Menace on VHS. And let me tell you, I was a big fan of the spotty guy, who I would later learn was actually named Darth Maul. I don't remember when I saw the first two episodes of the Star Wars prequels, but I definitely remember sitting down with my dad and watching the original trilogy on VHS back to back. And I remember going to the movie theater to see Revenge of the Sith with my dad and grandpa. I'm pretty sure that was my first PG-13 movie ever, and I found the experience a memory that will last a lifetime. I was enthralled with Star Wars, which is why I would go on to dress up as Darth Vader for Halloween, fight Darth Vader at the Jedi Training Academy in Hollywood Studios, I would buy a Jedi cloak on a trip to Disney World, and I would get my closest companion, Jedi Mickey. Now, alongside my immersion with Disney, which only became more solidified as my family made memories on our pilgrimage to Walt Disney World every other year when I was growing up, I actually became very invested into and thrived in school. I loved math in particular, but really I adored diving into history, learning about the world and how it worked, and I enjoyed art. I would especially draw a lot, and of course a part of me wanted to be an animator or imagineer for the Walt Disney Company as I began to learn more about the behind the scenes and how movies like The Incredibles were made, or how Animal Kingdom's The Tree of Life was constructed. I really just adored learning, and it was easy for me to catch on quickly to new ideas. I could follow the rules in class and thrive within every subject, but I was not one who was very good at catching or throwing. 
I didn't always love to get dirty and gross, and I was pretty indifferent to sports in general, so during recess I kept my distance from the football and dodgeball games. Instead, I played with webkins, tamagotchis, and gossiped about who liked who in my classes. While I was loving learning a lot through school, around the release of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3, things got really interesting for me creatively. I was hyped for Spider-Man 3. I was buying all of the action figures I could afford, I bought a t-shirt for myself, which was the first article of clothing I ever purchased, and I started to explore YouTube. Now, I had been playing on the computer and putting in my own VHS movies before I could speak, but it wasn't until third grade that YouTube became something I was even aware of. Silly videos like Barbie Girl, Shoes, and Fred were what dominated the platform at the time, but one thing I discovered was videos discussing Spider-Man. And after I saw the movie, I was just clamoring for a fourth film that would unfortunately never be made, so when I saw a variety of kids making movies with Spider-Man action figures, I sprung on the realization that I could make my own films. I took shoeboxes and decorated them as sets, grabbed my parents' VHS camcorder, and just started making my own movies all about Spider-Man. After the summer where I discovered video making, when I went into fourth grade, my stress levels, unfortunately, really were raised to a new level as it became increasingly clear that I was somewhat of a perfectionist when it came to my classes. I just didn't want to fail and didn't want to mess up, which led to me constantly stressing about book reports, assignments, and tests that I had more than enough time to prepare for. I was just completely overthinking everything, but after I was encouraged to enter a writing contest by my mom and my teacher and won at the regional level, my confidence was absolutely revitalized. Seeing that letter that said I had won and actually getting a trophy for getting second at the state level for my Captain Underpants-esque story about a superhero called Mayonnaise Man in a story I called Pizza Problems was probably one of the proudest moments I've ever had. And with a newfound confidence and my interest in making videos growing, I was eventually given a flip video camera for Christmas from my parents, which allowed me to slowly start to discover video editing. Suddenly, I could add titles, transitions, voice voiceovers and music. That allowed me to experiment much more as I created videos for classes, and the possibilities opened up even more when I took a stop-motion summer school class. I was making videos by myself with action figures and plushes, and I also was playing around with creating movies with my friends and family. In junior high, I would occasionally feel inspired to make different types of narratives and use special effects, which led me to start editing photos and graphics too. And I eventually got to an age where my parents let me make a YouTube channel so that I could start uploading my videos. And eventually after my brother Adam came up with the idea of naming a channel Watso Videos, a name that wasn't restricted to any specific type of topic since it was completely made up, that's where my love for Disney and video making was able to finally begin to come together in a big way. As I was transitioning into high school, one day I just felt the desire to research a character who just came up in passing in Star Wars Attack of the Clones named Master Sifo-Dyas. And when I learned all that I could about him, I figured someone else might be interested as well, so I made a video and put it up on Watso Videos. For the next few years, I then was uploading Star Wars lore videos every few months, but the issue that I found though was that the free Windows Movie Maker version 2.6 that I had been editing on for years 
years no longer was able to handle the projects I wanted to make. But eventually I discovered the video editing software Wondershare Filmora. And believe it or not, that company that makes Filmora is actually sponsoring today's video. The company that built software I used to build my channel is now supporting the channel. Now Wondershare Filmora was the perfect step forward for me on my YouTube journey because the software was easy to use, didn't slow down my computer, and was much more capable than anything I had used before. And with the latest update, Filmora 10 has even more professional features than I started out with, like green screen support, motion tracking, and keyframing. It was everything I wanted in a video editor when I downloaded it, and it's even more powerful now. So if you like to learn how to edit or take the next step in your video editing journey, consider downloading the free trial version of Wondershare Filmora today. You'll start out with a watermark on your videos, but you have an unlimited amount of time to see where your creativity can take you, and you can upgrade whenever you're ready to take that next step. It all starts by clicking the link at the top of the description and downloading your free trial of Wondershare Filmora today. Now, once I had all the tools that I wanted to make my content, what got in the way was some discouragement from former friends I had and just a lack of prioritization. When I first started making videos, the concept of a YouTuber didn't really exist. No one was getting rich recording videos in their home and posting them online when I first picked up a camera. So I was pretty alone in my town when it came to people making videos, which meant that I kind of felt insecure about making them, especially when it was about movies that were considered pretty nerdy at the time. Now with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the revival of live action Star Wars content in the Frozen Saga, it probably seems wild to imagine a time when any of these franchises weren't wildly accepted, but I felt ashamed in school for liking them and wanting to talk about them. I didn't feel like a very cool or masculine guy talking about Disney princesses at the age of 16. Plus, I was also focused on my science and math courses and competing in cross country and track. With the main focus on STEM in high school, I didn't really think I was ever going to take part in any artistic or business career. I felt like I was going to become a scientist or an engineer, but I was encouraged to keep going with YouTube because of two friends. While my family had always been supportive of my videos, hearing my friends Andrew and Eric tell me that no one could put me down if I was able to succeed on YouTube, I felt inspired. Star Wars The Force Awakens had just been released, so I was more than motivated to start committing myself to discussing Star Wars every week, especially since my first video had actually accumulated 50,000 views after a few years on YouTube. I would learned so much since I had started making videos, and now I was finally ready to commit to releasing them consistently. For the next few months, I posted every week. I tried a variety of different topics in my videos, and I eventually found that my Disney videos performed even better than my Star Wars ones. Since I loved them both, I was happy to keep talking about The Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, and The Little Mermaid, especially when there weren't a lot of people doing that, and my initial videos started to get literally millions of views. Even with that success, though, I did end up continuing to study pure mathematics in college at the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire, but I also was able to be introduced to the exciting world of entrepreneurship, which opened up my future possibilities more than I could have ever imagined. I came to a realization that my channel could become something that wasn't just a hobby or something I did part-time, 
I could build a career around what I love. And right now, everything I'm striving to create is centered around Disney. And the reason I'm doing that is because Disney just resonates with me more than anything else. The characters, music, stories, and experiences you can have with Disney are not only some of the greatest in the world, but they're also tied for me back to my family, childhood, optimism, and just pure fun. The artistry that has been poured into Disney projects throughout the years, I think I will adore throughout my entire life. And it consistently has brought me joy. Now, personally, I wouldn't typically give myself the title of Disney adult, even though I think that's what I am, probably just because I don't really feel like there was one moment where I became an adult. I feel responsible, capable, and mature for the most part. And yeah, I talk about Disney as a career now, but it feels weird to take on that label for myself because my passion for Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel has always been there. Most of the time, I just feel like the same kid who excitedly waited to go to Disney World, enjoyed fighting Darth Vader, and was making videos with Spider-Man action figures in my bedroom. To my parents, my brother, my friends, and all the fun people who have watched my videos over the years, you are the heart and soul of everything I've been able to accomplish and I will never be able to repay you for all that you've done. So thank you. I can only keep doing this because of everyone who supports me on and offline. And if you'd like to help keep my Disney discussions free for everyone forever, consider joining my community on Patreon. A big thank you should also go out to Filmora for sponsoring this video. Comment how you would hashtag create with Filmora to get the chance to win a free one year license of Wondershare Filmora. I hope you follow your dreams like I have been able to, and I hope you have a magical day.